Genre. Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate the movie Spider-Man one fight, 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 minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. <laughs> and I'm Zach Luna. And I am Crystal Beth. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> just making sure you were with us again today. I was Crystal. just waiting. I was like, yeah, because I'm so used to different I'm oh, not, I don't yeah. even know. There's no good excuse. I was just like <laughs> looking at my microphone and smiling. Like, yeah. I've just been is. so entertained by you guys the whole time. And I'm just like <laughs> oh, waiting thanks, for the next Crystal. thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, Crystal's joining us again at the end of the week. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank so thanks for being here all week, Crystal. <laughs> oh, yeah. thank you for reminding me that I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> well, today uh, we are talking about Minute 25, which starts with Flash saying that uh, him breaking Peter's teeth will be the accident and, <laughs> and ends with, uh, with Flash's crony saying, Jesus, Parker, you are a freak. Ah, oh, oh, classic. Just classic can't, can't, just can't, can't win. win. Oh, just nope. can't win. Same thought. Yeah. Just can't win. Yeah. So that old I have Parker a, luck. Yeah. That old Parker luck. It's rough. <laughs> um, I, this fight, yeah. This this uh, is not a real fight. Uh, no, high school fights look like uh, two guys trying really <laughs> hard to hug each other. Yeah, first, it's a lot like of beat, slapping on back. Like they're, yeah, they're yeah. like trying to like beat each other to a hug. Like that's yeah. what high yeah. school it's fights true. look like. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it's worse now after the influx of like Brazilian jiu jitsu and like UFC and stuff like that. That like, uh, oh, we got to do my ground game immediately, bro. Where maybe it's just a, a fight to like get on the ground and put people in headlocks now. I don't point. know, but yeah, I just I remember fights. It's like it's not exciting. It's not no. choreographed. It's just people. running It's usually into each really other sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this yeah, is they're uh, just swearing a lot, and there's two teachers yelling on the side because they're not allowed to touch the kids anymore. Right? Yeah, exactly. They're just like, "Stop it! Hey, yeah. hey, stop it! You can't do that! You can't do that!" This is yeah. uh, th- this is like legit fisticuffs. <laughs> this is like 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 they should have handlebar mustaches right. and say, "Put them up! Put them up!" You know, yeah. type of uh, everybody gets in that classic like circle around them. <laughs> plenty of room for it. I. What I do love about this scene is because it is so so goofy and unrealistic, the like type of fight they get into, mm-hmm. you know, where I'm going to stand here and throw some punches at you and whatnot, um, that the tone starts out in a very silly place. Like it's a it's a it's <laughs> not dangerous. It's not, you know, otherworldly. It's just silly and goofy and cartoony. And what I love is after the like couple of moments of like the thrill of using your powers for a second. When he actually does grab Flash's arm at the very end and hits him, 
the contrast between the previous silliness and the like real like body horror like scariness of that like it's a weirdly dark tonal shift mm-hmm. there that i really appreciate because that's like should i just you don't want this type of scene to end with like enthusiasm about like reveling in your violent power right it should end in a in a spot where like oh you can't catch a break here because you shouldn't be proud of like beating up a kid you know yeah you be and proud it's of that. This is the part where you're like, I don't know if he's light side or dark side. Right, right. Like, this is the defining point where you're like, well, he could go either way. Right, right. He could either learn from this or he could be obsessed with the power. Because this is pre-power and responsibility. Right. We have have not quite gotten to Spider-Man, Spider-Manning yet. We haven't got to, like, the thematic crux of him. We're still in the, you know, setting things up. But so it is, I think it's an important, and, like, as goofy as the scene is, I do think that contrast sells the like the worry worrisome nature of that a little bit better later. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't and know. somehow they manage, and I don't know if it's if it's Toby who's selling it or what, but the moment mm-hmm. when he hits him, he has this look on his face like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I just did that. That was amazing," yeah. and everyone else is cheering him. They're like, "Wow," yeah. or like laughing yeah. or whatever. But right. you still have this like existential dread in the moment, yeah. and I'm not sure how they're doing that. Yeah, I don't know how they pull it off because that that is a tricky tone to land on, or to, yeah. to like to 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 thread that it, needle there. Yeah, um, it really is, and I think that it's in the the next minute is when you start to feel a little. Oh no, at the end. Sorry, at the end of this minute yeah. when you see MJ's face, right. Yeah, that's when it really lands. It right really because she his he's impressed and he wants to be excited, but then when the girl he likes is like, "What did you just do?" Right. Yeah. He's yeah. like, "Oh, actually, that was not nice. That was that yeah. was not me. I don't. I'm not the kind of person that does that. That's he does that. Flash beats people up. I don't. Right. Yes. This exactly. is uh, I, and and this is my whole dilemma with the way that fights are a thing in high school and in movies and how they're done. Like it's always a catch 22 always because they, you're always supposed to stand up to the bully, but you're not supposed to fight back. Right. And so then it's like, well, so what am I supposed to do? Like just get really good at dodging until they tire themselves out. (laughs) I mean, I mean, is that like really like your only option? And then even then when you do that, chances are if a teacher comes in, they're going to suspend you anyway because you were involved in a fight, even if you weren't fighting back. Zero tolerance policy or whatever they call it. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, Like the fighting system in high school is – it's it's a it's a real catch twenty two of a situation. Yeah, I I almost I wish you could like challenge them were... to a duel or something. Right, know, like, <laughs> like yeah. a non legal. Everything's duel. legal yeah. in Jersey. Right, <laughs> Hamilton quote. Right. Um, <laughs> I uh, I would always find that after boys or girls would get in fights in high school, they were best friends a week later. Uh huh. Oh sure. Yeah. Best yeah. friends. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, you guys hated each other last week. What's happening? I don't know. It's, being a teenager, man, it's, everything is dramatic and weird. Well, here, yeah. here's what happens. And I'll tell you exactly what happens every time. They uh-huh. don't ever talk. They just end up getting beef between them. They fight yeah. it out. They're put in the office. They have to sit next to each other. They start actually talking and communicating and all of that testosterone or whatever. 
yeah, has yeah. left their body during the fight. And so now yeah. they're just tired and whatever. And then they start talking and then they get over whatever their problem was, which is what they right. should have done in the first place. But Beforehand. they're teenagers yeah. Yeah. and they don't know how to handle all of these new feelings and things that they have. And so they just fight <laughs> until they wear themselves uh, out. Like that's literally what it is. Yeah. I, like I didn't, I don't know if you guys got in like fights in high school. I didn't really. I, um, I got that pretty much out of my system in like elementary school because like, it, like that tolerance policy you were talking about. Like, I remember like being picked on by a, by a kid in like elementary school. And so then I just hit him in the gut really hard. And then we wow. both got, we both got in a lot of trouble. And I was like, okay, well, that's not how these things mm-hmm. should go down anymore. But like, I, I don't, I don't have any strong memories. Like, I remember other kids fighting. I don't remember any reason for me to fight by that point. Like, if if I got into like beef with somebody, I would try my best to talk about it like around them, like talk to their friends about it, and then see like if later you could meet like at a, a mutual spot or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I've, it's not I've, ideal. I never got in a fight, and yeah. I mean, I, I played rugby in college, so that was mm. like fighting anytime we were on the field, but right. it was oh, like sure. good-hearted fighting. Right, right. But I right. never, not one, I was not, I was just such a damn people pleaser. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sure. It was literally impossible for someone, I think, to want to fight me. I know people didn't right. like me. Sure. But, mm-hmm. because I talked a lot yeah, and was very happen. annoying, yeah. but it was to the point where it was like, why if someone was like, oh, I'm going to fight Crystal, they'd be like, what? <laughs> yeah. The nerd over there with her Star Wars books? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Why? No. Yeah. Like, I remember getting, like, very angry at people in high school for over, like, like I remember, like, one kid who said something, like, really, really heinous to me about, like, um, like my, uh, like, like some racial stuff with my, my dad's side of the family. And, like, my instinct wasn't to, like, throw down with him i was just so angry that i had to like walk away and like be disdainful of it but like i i like even the biggest worst beef and that has to be the only one i can think of like in high school wasn't didn't align with like physical violence it aligned with like you know that's angry words on facebook and things yeah i don't know raised well i think (laughs) that like something like that comes down to you were raised in a way that when and even if they weren't like you walk away if you get mad you probably grew up watching your parents get upset at something and walking away rather than trying to fight it sure sure yeah which i think comes down to that and yeah Mm -hmm. i just don't know how you would navigate it if you were in this sort of classic stereotypical situation that peter's found himself in where somebody is coming to beat you up and, and they have instigated it all, oh, and you God. have found yourself in a physical altercation. It's so and you scary. You can't run away. <laughs> like I, oh, oh, it's bad. It's it's a it's a bad feeling. But like, I, I, even like that that escalation I talked about earlier. It's even kind of there in the choreography where it's very goofy at first. You know, like it's mm-hmm. Peter Parker bending all the way to the ground, or like you know when he does his flip, like the big Spider Man flip. It's like. He does almost one too many rotations yes. in yeah. the air. <laughs> like it's like just a little bit silly, a little bit silly. Well, and but then, it, but it but it's yeah. perfect because he wouldn't know his he own strength. Know. Yeah, yeah, like he wouldn't know his own whoa. strength. So it would yeah. he would spin one too many times because right, yeah, it would like be absurd if he was like you know jumping out of the way like that on right. instinct. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. If he like landed on the wall or something, so it's it's off kilter and it's a little strange and silly. Right, but then. 
if when we get to that moment where Flash just comes at him like with a multiple flurry of punches, after I he starts dodging part. it, yeah, after where he dodge, 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 and then does a couple blocks, it the tenor of it just changes then, and it's it's like it like, the danger involved. I I don't know how like who like is it the stunt coordinator? Is it like Sam Raimi? Like his uh, earlier discussion with the stunt coordinator? Like I don't I don't know which creative to lay most of this on. But that progression, it, it still gets me every time where I, I, I start it by going like, oh, yeah, this is kind of silly. Like, oh, this is sillier than I remember it being. And then I'm like, oh, God, like that dodge, 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 block, block. Yeah, and then the, the face he gets like I woof. I feel like it starts from the face it starts with where he's yeah. putting up his hands and he doesn't even know how to make a fist. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you're like, oh, my gosh, look at this nerd trying to fight this guy. So it starts out being this like. Silly high school fight where the nerd is being attacked by this big guy. Yeah. He looks so scared. But as soon as the tables turn, you're like, oh, this isn't a fair fight. That's yeah. when it starts getting awkward for me. Yeah. When yeah. I'm like, oh, this is this guy might be stronger, but there is a definite unfair advantage. And then when it gets yeah. right in the solar plexus yeah. and shoots him down, my immediate thing is like, oh, my God, his ribs are broken. Yeah, he yeah. killed him. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> like I know. there's no, he is severely hurt there. Yeah. And it, it's a big enough weird moment. And then, you know, Jason Padgett has his one like line as Flash's crony, Jesus Parker, Parker, you are a freak, which it, it does land. It is scary. It is nerve wracking and all that. Um, it, and it, it it's enough that this is a big enough display where like we were talking yesterday about like how you can't imagine that uh, how some people can't imagine that people don't think that Clark Kent is Spider-Man that like, I mean, that Clark Kent is Superman. Jeez. Jeez Louise. <laughs> I was like, Wait uh, I can't imagine that the like the the secret identity thing like this is a big enough public display with the flips and the and the punch and the scariness that like you would think somebody might put it together later, but it it doesn't it doesn't quite ever feel that way. I, I, like, well, and, 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 and I, it's the kind I, of thing yeah. where you would just be like, that didn't it didn't actually happen like that. Like right, yeah, I, like I'm exaggerating. Or right, like, I'm remembering yeah. it wrong. Whatever. Like yeah. there's because no one had ever seen anything like this before, and so everyone yeah. would have eventually just shook it off and be like, that didn't. That's not what happened. That's yeah, ridiculous. And people, thing how did people he are, do that? Yeah. People are great at like justifying something and then like just sticking with that even if more evidence comes to light and it's like surprisingly hard to get people to believe like a secret or something like that like right. um you to, to like lighten the mood a little bit i guess there is a um a story i heard tom holland talk about the other day that i absolutely love um our our current cinematic spider-man uh-huh. uh for those of you listening in the year 2017 and beyond <laughs> uh when we have tom, yet another spider <laughs> yet another spider-man um <laughs> Tom Holland talked about like when they got ready to do Spider-Man Homecoming in early talks with the director, John Watts, uh, they they wanted Tom to get a feel of like what life is like in an American high school because, of course, he went to school in the UK and he he went to high, the equivalent of high school at an all boys school and with like a different social structure and all that. And he's like they wanted him to get the feel of what it was like to go to school in America, in uh-huh. New York specifically, and essentially getting the the social landscape of high school, which is like such a huge part of American culture in general. Right. And so they secretly enrolled him in a high school in the, in the Bronx. It's like a science Academy that they have out there. And so for several days, he went to school secretly at a real, (laughs) at a real high school as, as Peter Parker, but like that wasn't his name, but he put on fake American accent, pretended he was there for, for forever. And, um, 
you know, he was a weird wow. new kid and got to feel all that, all that stuff out. And then he's like, on one of the last days he was there, he's like, all right. Like, nobody suspected he was an actor. Nobody suspected he was there. For, they just thought he was like a weird kid. They're like, why are you here? And <laughs> he decided, like, late in the game, he's like, all right, I'm going to tell one person. And he, like, he, like, there was, like, a guy there that he'd, like, kind of gotten to become friends with. And he was like, okay, yo, the reason I'm here is I'm Spider-Man. Like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm the new Spider-Man in the movies. And, like, I'm here to, like, learn about, like, being in high school. And he's like, no, you're not. Like, no, you're <laughs> not. And he's like, no, re- no, seriously, I am. Like, I went through this whole audition process and I had, like, screen test with, like, Robert Downey Jr. And Chris Evans like, no, you're not. That's such a lie. That's such a stupid lie. And and he like he could not convince this kid, and the kid was like, "Well, show me like on your phone." And like he had just gotten a new phone, so he didn't have oh. his he didn't have his pictures from filming Civil War. Oh, so that he didn't Parker, have that Parker luck. <laughs> he didn't have any of the pictures from Civil War, and they hadn't started shooting Homecoming yet because this was in pre production. Oh so no! So he had no evidence on his phone. And the kid was like, "You're such a dumb liar. I hate you." And like like nobody <laughs> like he told told people to their face a verifiable like fact and they didn't believe him oh man and he like he's like he mostly just got like you know weird comments like you can't just like start here. why are you here you can't this is like you have to be here from the beginning of the semester you can't just like show up in the middle like kids he she tried. doesn't even go here yeah you don't even <laughs> go here mean girl he he tried to 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 show who he was and nobody cared you know uh. like nobody nobody was willing to believe him so like if there are moments in in like superhero movies where you're like well, wouldn't people figure it out no people don't want to figure it out people, no people like have no because they but yeah they have yeah. their own lives and they have their own things that they're doing they're yeah. not constantly thinking about who spider-man is i mean i am but like most people <laughs> right <laughs> like, nobody knows yeah. nobody cares no one cares um, um yeah. so so i will say um this is the thing, and I don't know if you guys have this. I think I, I'm sure uh-huh. Crystal does, uh, uh-huh. but there it's this thing where you know people will get songs stuck in their head, but like I will get dialogue stuck in my head a lot. Oh, oh yeah, oh my 100%, god, hundred percent, a hundred percent. Where yes. just like the cadence of a certain line of dialogue or or a set of lines in dialogue will just get stuck in my head like a song, and yes. one of those one of those earworms for me is. I don't want to fight you, Flash. I wouldn't want to fight me neither. <laughs> that always gets yes. stuck in my head. Always. I wouldn't want to fight so me neither. It's good. it has uh, such a, a sing songy yeah. sing song yeah. thing. And it's so goofy. And it's just because here, here's my favorite part. So the fight scene happens in the Kep draft. But in the calf draft, there's no cafeteria scene preceding it. Flash oh, okay. just comes up to him. <laughs> Because he's like, couldn't keep away from her, could you? You just had to stick your camera in her face uh, talking about taking her picture at the uh, field trip. Mm -hmm. And so in the Kep draft, Flash, Peter says, I don't want to fight you, Flash. And Flash says, I wouldn't want to fight me either, which is the proper like grammar grammar way of saying it. But then when they went to the shooting draft, (laughs) they changed the line to, I wouldn't want to fight me neither. And it is so good. It's, it's so good. <laughs> Which is a, technically a sentence, like a whole conversation in its own. I wouldn't want to fight. Me neither. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so funny when you said that thing about the earworm, Scott, because yeah. I, today at work, I was all day going, I was not elected queen to let my people suffer and die while you discussed invasion and <laughs> 
committee, just, committee, committee, all day, committee, 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 echoing, echoing. Yeah. <laughs> I was not a lucky queen to watch my people suffer and die because it's just such a fun way to say it. But yes, I get yeah. lines stuck in my head all the time, and this is now going to be one of them, at least for the rest of today. <laughs> and part part of it is like just committing to committing to the line. Like I I I, I talked about this. I can't remember when uh, on on the podcast, but like I I used to have to do a. Um, an exercise in one of my acting classes where we would have the same line of dialogue repeated back to each other and you would um, imitate the the way the person across from you said their line of dialogue. So they would say like, I wouldn't want to fight me neither. And then you would say, I wouldn't want to fight me neither. Or they would say, I wouldn't want to fight me neither. And then you'd like exaggerate it. You'd imitate them. And this there's this weird thing that happens where like when you're just like trying to say the line or just like get the information out, like it it's not really memorable but if you mm-hmm. commit to something that's a little off kilter, it like sticks in your brain and it's it's more easy to imitate and and it might like get the actual intent across a bit better. I don't mm-hmm. I mean it's not like it's not an exercise I use myself or that I've like thought too hard about, but that there is something about if you really like lean into the emotion behind the phrase that you're saying, sometimes it comes out in a an idiosyncratic way that's just just for you and just for that moment and that's mm-hmm. how you find yourself like, you know, it you know, in front of the fridge, like weeks later, being like, "You hey, don't want to fight me neither." Like it, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that thing is in your brain, but it is. I think I get them a lot more often than I get like, um, like music earworms. Um, mm-hmm. Like I'll watch an episode of something or uh, a movie, a TV show, or and then just walk around the house the next day, being like, or or, or it's a gesture somebody does. I every once in a while. Uh, I was I was I was about to go down another Buffy tirade, but I want to try to rein those in <laughs> after, yeah. after earlier in the week. But like, there's a bit because I rewatched Once More with Feeling where Tara does her jazz hands, and I think about Tara doing jazz hands mm-hmm. just like while somebody else is talking, well, singing. I think about that little gesture all the time, or like I I, <laughs> I think about like Christopher Guest in The Princess Bride, uh. Or like part of it's just being a funny person, but part of it is just like the way he just like throws away a line like, "If you haven't got your health, you haven't got anything." Like there's just <laughs> yeah, something about the cadence, favorites. the cadence in his that like I can be in a conversation about something completely unrelated, and that will be echoing on, and I'm like, "Yeah, no, yes, I am listening to you talk about how tough your your drive was to get up here." Yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm. "I haven't got your health, you haven't got anything." It's just there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, um, I, I, uh, I just, I really love that line for that earworm quality that it has. Yeah. Um, so I also, the shot where right after Peter flips and he lands and he like, yeah. is like, whoa, did I just do that? And then he's like, oh, yeah. right, I'm still fighting and raises his fists. And then yeah. you pull back and the two guys that he's fighting are in the foreground and they just look like they're three times his size and it's, <laughs> Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's such a good shot. I love uh, that. Yeah. Just the, the movement, not just not like, cause any scene like this is not just about the movement of the actors in the frame or like the, the choreography, but like the, how the movement of the camera shows it off. And that is such, I mean, it's a very simple, very direct type of visual metaphor, but it works so well in the moment that like, what? And then they're huge. Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah. He, he, uh, he just looks so so tiny and defenseless for a second. Um, Which is why it gets so crazy when he yeah. kills the man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's also, there's a oh, background extra in this who looks like he's 40 years old. <laughs> there's yeah, probably there a usually couple. is. Look like I don't know if you noticed, but he is front and center. 
It's the yeah. guy with the dreads, the blue shirt on, blue button down. He looks 40. Like, he doesn't look anywhere <laughs> near high school. Yeah, that's, that's one of those where, like, on the day, they're like, all right, well, we'll throw him in there, but keep him to the back because he doesn't look that young. Yeah. And he was like, oh, no. This maybe is he's my a substitute. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's like a coach or something. <laughs> Just to show up. Like, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, I'm surprised they let him get away with like that facial hair. That's usually like the number one thing. Like if if you are doing any high school scene at all, come clean shaven because he probably snuck onto yeah. set. Possibly, yeah, yeah, maybe. Why not? Like. Oh, yeah, he looks good. Throw him in there. Um, yeah. That teacher just pours his tray onto Flash on purpose. <laughs> no, he doesn't. There's nothing about the impact that would make him drop the tray. Yep. No. He's like, just, this is what you get yeah. for interrupting me during class every day. Like, yeah. Oh, my tray. Finally, oh, finally. my chance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Take that, Flash. You think you're you think you're such a big dude. So in both drafts, the uh, Jesus Parker, you are a freak, is not... Uh-huh. Uh, not in the script, um, not in the really? shooting draft and not in the kept draft. Uh, in the shooting wow. draft, it's Jesus Parker. You knocked him out, mm. which, you know, doesn't quite have the uh, the effect, but no. it has it also has the follow up of a student go, going. Parker did that. Yeah, right. Huh. Um, yeah. So so there's that. And then in the kept draft, uh, there's this really funny exchange where. Uh, it happens and then a teacher comes in and teacher says, what the hell's going on? And a friend said that chicken shit hit flash when he wasn't even looking. And then this other <laughs> one was like, flash was just standing there. Parker sucker punched him. And the teacher goes, Parker. Yeah, sure. He did. And Peter goes, Peter goes, Peter goes, I did really. Aww. And then they all start walking away and he's like, I swear I did ask him. I actually did. <laughs> That's oh, that's wonderful. Really funny. Uh, I love that it's equal parts Parker fessing up and like trying to gain back the like the social st- strata yeah. of like, no way, but I But I, I really did hit him. <laughs> like, and then uh and then uh, as you remember in the kept draft, Harry doesn't like Peter. Um yeah. and so at this point, uh Harry says, I'm starting to like the little spaz uh to MJ. <laughs> Which yeah. the, he then introduces himself. He's like, by the, by the way, I'm Harry Osborne. And MJ says, by the way, I know. Um, Ooh. Ah. Because as we um, know, MJ has like a big crush on Harry Osborne in the kept draft. In the kept draft. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. That's a fun little, that's a fun little bit. I yeah. like that. I like so. that. But, you know, the, the yeah, tone that, here I is, love that little yeah. stuff. I like yeah. the script thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, really so, so Crystal. Contest. Yeah. What's uh, talk to us about uh, your relationship if you have any with with Spider Man as a character? What was your introduction? I mean, you live in New York, so I you do. Know, he's a New Yorker. He yeah. is a New Yorker. <laughs> I I was living in Rhode Island when this came out, and uh-huh. I had read some of the Spider Man comic books. I'm a huge Marvel fan, but I'm not the biggest Spider Man fan. Okay, I I don't particularly like his. I always like the older ones. I really like Wolverine. He's uh-huh. one of my favorites. But I mm-hmm. generally, I read less capes and cowls type books, and I read a lot uh-huh. more independent comics. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. when this Spider-Man movie came out, it made me like Spider-Man more. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Which it. is good. Yeah. yeah. And I thought Tobey Maguire did a really good job. And I never understood when people were annoyed by it, because there was a lot of hate, at least 
in the circle of friends I was with of, I think it was people that were just jealous that they weren't playing Peter Parker. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> Not yeah. that I was friends with <laughs> actors that auditioned yeah. even. Yeah. But um, Spider-Man's just always mm. been something that's, that I've always been interested in because I love comic books and comic yeah. superheroes. And this movie was good. And then the ones that came out after just started getting a little bit more silly and a little bit more silly. And sure. at first I thought it was because I was getting older and then I was like, Oh no, they're silly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> These are silly yeah. movies. Um, but you... I've seen this movie so many times. Oh yeah. Do you remember like the first time you saw it? Like with what, what the circumstances were there? Like, yep. um, I saw yeah. it opening week at the mm. movie theater with my dad. Yes. Oh, with your dad. Oh. Yes. Oh, nice. And yeah. we, because I used to watch movies with my dad, because I would see him every weekend. So okay. yeah. we would, from when I was young, we would go to the movie theaters every single week. And oh. we'd see multiple movies. And when Spider-Man came out, we both went and saw that. And when we left the theater, both of us were like talking at each other about the different parts of the movie. And every time they'd say something, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he'd say something and I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we would just <laughs> keep going back and forth about the different things that happened. And that we were like that for a lot of movies. But this one, yeah. for how old I was, we got like both of us got little kid heightened about it. We were like, yeah. oh, and then when this thing happened and then what is and my dad was like, man, and how did they even do that upside down kiss? And I was like, I yeah. don't know. This sounds hard. <laughs> I do love, yeah, there is something about this movie where it's just like a very, very broad age range uh, uh, demographically responded to it. Like, yeah, everybody was into this movie uh, when it first came out. I remember like being legitimately surprised about that. Like, I remember like my mom watching this movie and then like making references to it like the week after. Because it's uh, it's 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 got a timeless (laughs) Hollywood quality to it, I think. Yeah. Yeah, uh, which which is on per- it's like by design. It feels like sure. an old Hollywood yeah. movie to a certain yeah. extent. And as far as like the the guy the guys that you knew who like were anti Tobey Maguire, um, uh-huh. there's there's a lot of people like that who they just have a very specific vision in their head for who Spider Man yeah. is. Who is this smart alecky, uh, you know? kind of like loser guy, but like is mm-hmm. also ripped and date supermodels. Um, yeah. <laughs> like that's, yeah. that's who they want their Peter to be. Uh, yeah. And I've never, I've never understood that. Um, but it's, it's definitely a thing. Like I get the smart alecky thing. That's a big part of the sure. character. It's something yeah. they chose not to really pursue in the Tobey Maguire yeah. uh, Spider-Man yeah. movies. They, they made him a little more, um, boy Super scouty, Manny. little more yeah. Supermanny, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think uh, that that I think that adds to his accessibility to so many people. Like, I don't hmm. remember Andrew Garfield. Like, he was more the Spider-Man that people that those people wanted, but he didn't yeah. make the impact that Tobey Maguire did. No, um, yes, yeah, no, those not movies, at all. I know a lot of like young people who who really um, connected with the the Andrew Garfield movies when they came out, but it didn't make as big of like a, a larger cultural impact. Like right for for a lot of people, that movie is very meaningful, absolutely. But for like the larger you know U.S. audiences, right. um, it it didn't make as big a splash as anything like even Iron Man, you know, at right. the time. And I think part of that is this like old school sort of earnest, you know, like that thing. That Sam Raimi talked about, like uh, this inherent, like good kid quality mm-hmm. that Tobey Maguire has about him. That is like an access yes. point for a lot of people. Um, you know, he's just a, he's just a sweet, 
good natured boy. And it's important to be able to like to navigate those like things that could easily become creepy or not not gamer gaty, but uncomfortable about like, mm-hmm. you know, early, early Spider-Man, you know, frustrated guy, angry guy who doesn't quite know what's going on and then gets like a huge amount of power. Like there's there's tricky pitfalls there that you could end up in right were it not for you know a, a central grounding force like that of just like no he's a good kid you yeah know, he's a i don't yeah. he's a pretty good kid i don't even think i i mean i don't i really don't think that um even the new spider-man is going to be able to hit that cultural like yeah peak i don't think so time. either yeah, that Tobey Maguire yeah. does. I think he's great, and I think he's yeah. going to be great in those movies as Spider-Man. Yeah. I think he's really going to be. I think good. he's an excellent Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. and I, I, and I, he is so good at the snark. Yeah, because it and, comes from such a sweet place. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, so and that nice. is a, that's a, definitely a thing people have been missing, and I'm sure we'll talk more about this on our um our, our weekend edition or whatever we do for Homecoming. Right. Um, uh, but uh, that there is an aspect to it where. They they have the ingredients there to make I think an amazing Spider-Man movie and I hope it's great and I <laughs> no pun I, intended I, yeah oh, right. <laughs> not an amazing Spider-Man no, 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 movie spectacular, an, an spectacular. amazing Spider-Man and, uh, yeah, movie yeah yeah not part of the title I think they have uh, that with, awesome. that, with that with that with that cast and that world and all that they have the ingredients I think it's very possible to make a uh, spectacular movie um, I don't know if it will have that sort of big impact because I've already run into people that are like saying like, yeah, but like, it seems like things we've seen before to a certain degree, you know, it's like, yeah, you make a Spider-Man movie, but like I've seen Spider-Man movies before. And it's like, I feel like even if you manage to make a movie as good as this movie or Spider-Man two in 2017, I don't think it would Mm -hmm. hit the same way because nothing like this had happened Mm -mm. at that time. Not even, um, not, I don't even think with kids because like, I remember, um, you know, dirt when these movies were coming out. Uh, yeah. So I, I can't, I, I won't say that I agree with this assessment necessarily, but sure. I know that a lot of people think that I look a lot like Tobey Maguire. <laughs> um, like, okay. like a lot yeah, like Tobey Maguire. And yeah. everybody uh, has a couple celebrities that people say fairly often to them. Yeah. yeah, to- yeah Tobey yeah. Maguire is the one that I get the most. And gotcha. Yeah. When uh, when these movies were coming out, not yeah. not once, not twice, but th- on three separate occasions, I had children legitimately believe I was Spider-Man. Whoa. And Amazing. that I was there in front of them. Yeah. And it was just me. I like it it's not like yeah. you when you're like the ambassador of Spider-Man when you're when you're in the Spider-Man costume, Zach. Sure, sure. Yeah. Like yeah, this was just, just me out and about. Yeah, like yeah. once I was at I was I was getting a haircut and yeah. a little girl was there with her mom and saw me and just got wow. frozen and was like whispering to her mom and then mm. like her mom was like laughing and she's like, Oh, you think that he looks like Spider-Man? And she and she's like, she's like, I think it is Spider-Man. Oh. Um and I was like saying like, hi, like, oh, thanks. Like, I'm, you know, that's cool. Like that you think I look like Spider-Man. That's awesome. And like, she would that's not believe so it. Cute. And then on that another time I was yeah. working at, uh, as a stalker at a grocery store Yeah. in my early twenties and yeah. was this kid walked past, then came back and then walked past again 
and came back. <laughs> and I was like, what is this kid doing? And then finally he walks up to me and he just goes, what are you doing here? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm like stocking the cereal, man. And she, right. he's like, no, I mean, like, what are you doing here? Like, <laughs> like he was like this, like really articulate, like seven year old. Right. Right. Who was just like, why are you, you're, you're, Spider-Man, like, why are yeah. you here? Like, shouldn't you be doing? Sure. Isn't there so more important Spider-Man things for you things? to be doing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's magical. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. It, and it, it, but so cute. But that's the thing, right? Is like that's yeah. Tobey Maguire. That's yeah. not. That's not anything. Yeah. Anything to do with me? That's not anything. Yeah. And 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 I don't think that that happened with Andrew Garfield, and I don't know that that's going to happen with Tom Holland. Yeah, I think you you might get like teenagers that are super excited to take a selfie with you, but I right. don't know if you'll have as mu- th- those sort of like same level of interactions. I, right. Even like I I remember watching a video, uh, awesome video, while they were they had a day off in Atlanta um, during the filming of Homecoming, and they went to do uh, a visit at a children's hospital, which is something I've done a lot as Spider Man, and it's mm-hmm. it's always a great time. And I remember like an early clip that they had where. Um, Tom went in in his Spider-Man outfit. They they got him one of the um the the beauty suit. Like when, when you build suits for for film and television, <laughs> I just got done building a lot of them for uh, a couple different properties. Uh, you'll you build a lot of them, obviously, and some are for stunts, some are for you know uh, right specific uh, scenes and built in different ways. And you'll have one that's usually the nicest one that uh the the director or whoever will say like that's our hero suit that we use for like the close-ups and what like that. And some of the more beat up ones we can tear apart to do X, Y, Z with. So they, they took the nicest, prettiest Spidey suit, but they took the reveal mask version of it. So basically you have a version where the mask is one seamless part of the whole suit. looks very nice. But you have a separate one where you can pull the mask off and you can have a conversation where you have just your naked face there. So they use the version where you can pull the mask off. They dressed up Tom. He went into the room with this kid and he he got up close, like, "Hey, buddy! Like, I'm Spider Man. It's so nice to meet you." And he pulled off the mask. Yeah. And you can see the kid like react a bit, but he doesn't react a bit. Like, <laughs> oh my god, that's the real Spider Man. He's excited, and then he like sits with him, and like all the kids were from that moment on accepting of it, and so excited that Spider Man was visiting them and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it'd be different. I think if like Tobey Maguire took off a mask in, you know, 2004 or something. Right. You know, I like I think that immediate transference of the reality because kids I've I've experienced this a lot when I wear the suit. Kids are happy to believe you're Spider-Man when you're wearing the suit. Right. When Mm -hmm. you have the eyes and the mask and everything, they're less accepting of it when you don't have it on. I've only had like one real experience like that where I um I did a charity visit that was like way out of the way. I had to drive like three hours out of my way to get there and like i did the visit with this this kid who was sick at his house um we had a nice time and i left and i left fully suited up because you don't want to like break the illusion and then right. i had to find a place to a eat and i didn't know where i was and b change and i there was like a mcdonald's there and i don't usually eat at mcdonald's but it was the only restaurant that was open it was pretty late at night so i went in there still a spider-man said hi to people asked if i could use their restroom they said yes thanks very much come back spidey in a second I changed whatever I, I had a, a backpack and I put my suit in and I got my food and I sat down and I was like eating a burger <laughs> and some kids came in. And that same week I was filming a short film where I had to shave 
And I normally have a, a bit of a beard or at least mm-hmm. like a beard and a mustache type of thing because, you know, I just don't like shaving. Um, but for that week, I was clean shaven. And so I had I was clean shaven and I was like a little exhausted looking and my hair was all messed up and I was eating this burger or whatever. And this kid was looking at me like across, you know, that come in with his brother across the way. And he was like poking at his brother and pointing. And I didn't think much of it. And they sat down and he kept poking and pointing and they looked over and they had noticed in my bag one of the gloves from the Spidey suit was hanging <laughs> oh, out of my man. bag. So they saw like... They caught you. They caught me. Yeah. And so I looked at them and they looked at me and they could like... There was a moment there and I just like put up my, my finger and went shh. Like I made the like librarian <laughs> oh, gesture. Oh, you're so cute. And they, and they got all way, way excited. And then I like tucked the glove back in the bag. And I was like, okay, <laughs> But that's the it's only awesome. time it's ever worked. Because for the most part, it's the face the of the mask that they react to so that that kids would be that have that immediate association with the toby Maguire resemblance even yeah is is profound yeah that's I mean, the that's... cutest thing i've ever heard <laughs> i love that <laughs> well yeah. the thing you, well, your brain does you immediately go like okay what would i want to happen if i was the kid okay that's what i'll do you know like, yeah. you don't right <laughs> yeah yeah but it was fun yeah I don't know. Spider-Man's great, you guys. (laughs) It's like, uh, I felt a lot like uh, Tim Allen in the Santa Claus when he's like sitting on the park bench and that little girl just like. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Comes and just starts telling her stuff that she wants. Right. She can tell. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, I'm not Santa Claus. (laughs) Uh, But yeah. Anyway. But yeah. Um, All right. Well, Crystal, thanks for joining us this week. Of course. We're all yeah. Spider-Man at this moment. We're, yeah, we and we were oh, all so Spider-Man. Nice. And we were all Spider-Man. <laughs> That's this episode's title. Uh, <laughs> thanks for being here all week. It was a lot of fun. Uh, oh, thank Crystal. you for having yeah. me. I'm so yeah. happy. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and we'll look you up when we, are, uh, when we get Spider-Man 2 going. Great. Mm-hmm. Sounds all right, good. Cool. All yeah. right. Well, uh, we will be back on Monday with another episode and another week of episodes. Uh, Crystal, one last time, where can people find you? Sure thing. You can follow me on Twitter at the Crystal Beth. You can listen to both of my podcasts, The Fifth Element and Unlimited Lives Radio on iTunes. And we stream Unlimited Lives Radio live on Twitch every Thursday at 6 p.m. Twitch.tv slash Unlimited Lives Radio. And everyone's great. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> uh, and check out uh, if you guys want to hear from, uh, from Zach and I over the weekend, look for our uh, weekend edition um, on our Patreon, go to duelinggenre.com slash support. And uh, if you if you donate at the $5 a month uh, or higher, it uh, helps us keep this show going, keep the lights on, and you yep. get a bonus episode every weekend as a thank you. Yeah. We really appreciate it. Thanks, yeah, guys. Absolutely. <laughs> um, we'll be back uh, next week. Bye, everybody. Yeah. Bye. Bye.